0: This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria.
1: Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference.
0: Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani.
2: Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with Dr. Maria. That's me. And Rudy Giuliani. That's me. And we are sponsored (laughs) by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, we've been getting a lot of notes already and a lot of texts about Rudy's voice yes he has a terrible terrible cold and he did have to miss his live streaming someone mentioned that too that he wasn't on his live streaming show eight to nine weeknights on I want to uh, Gar- thank, on, w-
1: I wanna thank uh, Dr. Maria she uh, filled in for me twice during the week they don't want me back anymore and <laughs> uh, and and Ted Goodman filled in for me and I'm having trouble there too so I, they did a great job. They <laughs> both did a great, job, did a great job, and I want to thank them very, very much uh, for doing it because my voice, um, I, I just uh, everything will be fine. It's all. I've been to the doctor. The doctor's looked at it. Just got just got to get over it. And, and um, yesterday I did the best thing possible. I sat in the Florida free sun. New York, uh, the sun isn't free anymore. You got to pay the UFT uh, uh, taxes for it.
2: <laughs>
1: did you see that doctor the uft now uh that wants to raise all our taxes to like 90 percent uh uh, uh uh comrade weingarten uh randy comrade weingarten is wants to get a big break on her couple million dollar southampton she wants a tax break on her couple million dollars southampton mansion you know she's absolutely like an oligarch
2: Who who is this Randy
1: Weingarten has oh, like God. a couple of million dollar mansion in, in the Hamptons. Cray cray. But, but this is like, uh, uh, you want to read the history of communism? I read, I read it all the time. I, I stayed up last night reading a great book on the history of communism. They, they're all rich. The communists are the biggest bunch of phonies that ever lived. They're all a bunch of millionaires and billionaires. And it repeats itself in the U.S. Look at Commie Joe. <laughs> How much did he make from the communists? $30, 40000000 she is complaining about her taxes on her, on her multi-million dollar estate. And you know that the UFT has been a communist union since it started. And this is ridiculous. They supposedly are taking care of poor people. No, they're not. They're keeping people poor because that's their stock and trade. That's how they make their money. You know, legitimate people make a product or they sell a service. What they do is they make you poor and live off it. That's why American cities are in the condition they're in, run by Democrats. Everybody's all happy. They voted out Lightfoot. Give me a break. You voted for a Democrat. Fifty years of Democrat support in Chicago. Well, and know, each weekend is vietnam for 50 this, years
2: this guy one of the ones that are running Vales, and you never know right people lie we've seen this with that mentos guy or whoever okay, that guy is in point new york doctor. people lie a lot during their uh campaigning which no, is no, I terrible mean, point
1: about valus
2: seems normal i know him. he is normal. right he seems to be he's not going yeah a, a law and I order think... type guy and if he's true to his word then Chicago well, will maybe. get better. But as I pointed out when I was covering on one of your shows, that um, there's a symbi- over. symbiotic you're relationship. Great. If you have enough police, okay, they can arrest him. But if you have DAs who let him go free, then you're, you're back at square one. You demoralize the police, and then they quit, and they leave. So we need also good DAs. And I don't know the laws in Chicago. We know that in New York a governor can remove a DA that's dereliction of duty. So hopefully Chicago has the same type thing where they can get rid of their DAs who aren't doing their job.
1: Well, I don't know what the rule is, but you're not going to get anything out of out of, out of uh, uh, Faxo Pritzker. I mean, you, you, you're going to get – I mean, that guy's another – I don't know what he is. Is he stupid? Is he a communist? Is he anti-American? Is he – a dictator, I mean, he, he, he was just as bad as she was in locking people up and locking them down and putting masks on people when they don't need it, hasn't apologized for the fact that he was dead wrong about all that, getting people vaccinated who have gotten sick. I mean, the guy's a complete bum. And he's, gonna, he's not going to help. He just sits there and watches people die every weekend. But he watches black people die every weekend, Hasn't done a damn thing about it except like criminals out of jail. So they don't have any hope at the state level. Now, why people continue to vote Democrat when they're getting killed? I don't get. I don't get it. And by the way, would you please pick this up for me? Why? Why doesn't the Democratic Party force to change its name? It's the party of slavery. I mean, they want to change Jefferson's name, and you want to change Columbus's name over my dead body, and that statue.
2: Do you know what they did in front of Madison's house? They put something like he was a slave owner. You know what? That might be factual, but the why they did it is just to bring shame. I obviously, I don't agree with slavery. Nobody does. My family was not in this country at that time. My family never had any slaves.
1: Neither were most of ours.
2: But the way that you bring up such a valid point, what's synonymous with slavery in that time frame? is really the Democrat Party. Oh, and not just right?
1: that time frame. Well, how about after the Civil War? that the party of Jim Crow. When, when Dodo, Dodo Byrd in the White House talks about Jim Crow, which I'm not even sure he knows what it is, he's talking about a program of his political party for, for 70 years to keep blacks from voting. He's, to, he's talking about the fact that he had in the Senate a guy who was the head of the Ku Klux Klan, and he eulogized him. And the guy uh, uh, held up the Civil Rights Bill for 10 years until Republicans voted for it, with Lyndon Johnson and Everett Dirksen. It's, it's been the party of slavery up until the 1960s. That's a lot longer than Thomas Jefferson, who, by the way, was against slavery. He had slaves, but he was against slavery. It's called guilt. People have contradictions in their life and in their personalities. He hated slavery. The Democratic Party didn't hate slavery. It loved it. It went to war for it. A lot of innocent white men died as a result of the Democrat Party conducting
2: war on behalf of slavery. And you want to keep that disgusting name? I keep saying, in order for us to change, we're going to have disagreements between be the parties, right? So I always thought about it growing up that the Republican Party wanted a small federal government. The Democrat Party wanted a large uh, federal government. So I always thought as those the main tenets of difference between the two yeah. groups, and that's my naive thinking. You know, growing up, I guess, but I stayed so with that's that. You know, through most adulthood. But now I see the Democrat Party as so radical, and anti-American. I don't see them like I used to view them, or maybe they used to be. They used to be more loving America. Believing in law and order as the Republican party did and as the independent party did, but they're changed now. And I think the only thing that's going to make it better is if it implodes from within. I know there are good people within the Democrat party, but they've always voted Democrat. So they just do the reflective thing, a D, a D, until they say we got to stop this radicalism. We got to stop this dividing us between hate. Uh, uh, you know, between race and hate, and um, you know, it's never going to change. I don't think it'll change, well, or, getting... or unless they leave the party. Maybe the good Democrats need to start your own party.
1: Well, I, first of all, I think they should change the name of the party. They need a name change. I mean, if we're going to have the uh, Washington, what are the Guardians or or the Cleveland Guardians and the and the Washington Protectorates or whatever the heck their silly names are, they they took the names of like condoms. Hmm. Uh, uh, because they don't want to be associated with slavery. How about we change the name of the Democrat Party? There's no institution in America that had more to do with slavery than the Democrat Party. None. No. And you you start changing names, and you don't want to change the Democrat Party. You're a big phony. We're going to have Steve Bannon on as soon as we come back. But when, when we come back, right? Yes. We're going to come back right to his little uh, one minute of uh, – You can hear him speaking
2: oh yes Uh, i wish i was there to hear this we couldn't do it better but we got the live guy coming stay with us
0: this is uncovering the truth with rudy giuliani and dr maria
2: guarding against misinformation fake news and it
1: doesn't
0: seem to be making a difference now with dr maria here's rudy giuliani
1: well let's listen to steve bannon four and five
2: And by the way, we are uncovering the truth and we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Thank you for coming back and joining us. We're very excited to have Steve Bannon, who will be with us in one moment. But we are going to play a little clip from his speech at CPAC.
0: They don't hate him. They don't hate him because he's Trump. They hate him because he represents you. He gives you a voice and he will not back down. Look at, look at, look at Fox News. Look at Fox News. The president announces his, uh, this is historic. A guy gave you four years of peace and prosperity, announced he's going to run again after having it stolen in broad daylight. Of which they participate in. They don't even, they cover it live for 20 minutes, and then they say, if there's anything newsworthy, we'll cut back, and they go to some panel and some discussion. Note to Fox senior management when Donald J. Trump talks, it's newsworthy.
1: (laughs) Here's Steve Bannon, a great American, a great patriot, and a guy who was the campaign manager who won a presidential election, and that's always a great, great notch. Uh, Very few people win presidential elections.
2: Good morning, Steve.
0: Morning, Dr. Ryan. Morning, uh, Mayor.
2: Well, what was the impetus? What brought out that passion? You know, I love the speech. You were great. You were great. (laughs) Every point you were making, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you tell them, Steve. But what led up to you giving this kind of speech?
0: Well, you know, Rudy, knows history the mayor knows history as, as well as anybody I know look we're, we're at a convergence of a massive global economic and financial crisis part of it brought on by the pandemic but part of it brought on by this the neoliberal order converging with a geopolitical crisis driven by the chinese communist party the kgb in moscow the Ayatollahs in iran but much more we're hurtling this is like 1938 or 39 and we're sleepwalking into this by our elites and we look at Trump and what MAGA stands for in the four years of peace and prosperity that a strong leader can give you. It, not just a strong leader, but somebody understands that this neocon, neoliberal world order is collapsing uh, around us. And the only way to support it is by MAGA, by the average uh, common man and woman in the United States with their taxes, their pension funds, their insurance money, and, and their sons and daughters die on foreign battlefields. You understand the direction of MAG and what has to happen now. People, you know, the around with Nikki Haley and Mike Pompeo. These are decent people. I know him. Mike's a, a, a good friend. He's a good man. And you got, you know, Ron DeSantis, and you look at this. All those ideas are all neoliberal, neocon, old Republican ideas, but but they're kind of not relevant. The, the what it is, you have it. You have this axis of the oligarchs on Wall Street, led by Ken Griffin and others. You know. Uh, uh, Schwartzman and uh, Tudor Jones and, and all these people, right, these, these these hedge fund oligarchs combined with Mitch McConnell, who's basically his collaborationist Senate has given Biden every one of his wins, and particularly the Murdochs. And the Murdochs are very open in telling people that under no circumstances will Trump return to the White House. So it's not even the primary we're talking about. It's the general election. They will throw in, as Rudy knows, like they threw in with Hillary Clinton in, uh, in 16. Ailes called me that Sunday before the Tuesday election, that said, you know, Murdoch and these guys have done the polling. Trump is going to lose maybe as much as 400 electoral votes. Oh, uh, it was over. They were already accommodating uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, just like they worked for Biden when they called Arizona so early, as Rudy mm. knows all the details of all uh-huh. of this. So it's Murdoch, McConnell, and the oligarchs on, on, on that. That's what Trump's up against, mm. not up against DeSantis, Mickey Haley or anything. Right. They'll use DeSantis as long as they think he's got a shot. Uh, just like they use Scott Walker. But when he fades away, they'll go to Glenn Youngkin or somebody else. And and when Trump beats them all in the primary, this one what people understand, they're not going to give up. The Murdochs have said that Trump will not return. Rupert Murdoch has said he will not allow Trump to go to the White House. And you can see this. Ever since the, he's had terrible coverage for the last couple of years, terrible coverage. But then you look at a guy that gave four years of peace and prosperity, historic in American political history, he announces in Marlago, and they call. They cover twenty minutes of it, and then to If anything's newsworthy will return," and they never do return. I said, "Newsworthy? Here's a guy doing something historic. You know, what one or two presidents? I think just one have ever run for a third term after having it stolen in in, in the middle, um, and then it, it, then at the the the, the five days that changed America, the first week." Of January, it's McCarthy. They had Karl Rove on there every day, just McCarthy. McCarthy, you have to have mm. unity. You have to yep. unity. all yep. these lies. We wouldn't have gotten anything. And then you look at East Palestine. It's two o'clock in the afternoon Eastern Time. Uh, they don't cover Donald Trump live one second. CNN and MSNBC do a little live coverage. Fox has no live coverage. Are you telling me the, the what the the five ladies they got sitting on the sofa? You tell me the sofa's more important or whatever they do <laughs> <I> mean, Fox, <laughs> Fox is more important. Then with Donald Trump, who changed the direction of the country right now by going to East Palestine? Are you kidding me? And so I've just had – I've had a belly full of – and by the way, Murdoch – and I'm so proud we gave the speech. And I heard later because I was contacted by people the Murdoch advisors were talking to. It wasn't just the fact that I called them out personally in the entire family because they're all scumbags and they're all foreigners, right? Not just I called out these scumbags uh and, and, you know, for what they are, which is a bunch of foreigners trying to intrude themselves into American political life after they already were the cheerleaders for the Iraq and Afghanistan wars, they got blood all over their hands, right? The uh what shocked them and what upset them and concerned them was the reaction to the audience. The audience, as you if you were there yes. standing on their chairs, uh, yeah. screaming, they hate Fox and that rattled.
2: So is yesterday, Fox what did they do? doing they had, election they not covered they
0: had no they had no coverage of CPAC, and they gave two hours of Trump's speech, no commercial interruptions, which you know old man Murdoch will never do that. You know that. Two hours, no commercial interruptions, and the first commercial they play when they come out is a Mike Lindell, <laughs> Mike Pillow. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that's unsatisfying. Really well, Steve. they got, they got they, these softball interviews and infomercials they're doing for his opposition right now. Well, particularly DeSantis. The with I mean, I
1: I, I I have nothing against DeSantis like you don't, and except, you know, uh, Trump's done it. DeSantis hasn't. Uh, but the uh, reality is th- they might as well be the DeSantis network. I mean, I think it's a violation of the campaign finance law. Well, tur- they've, they've, now, they've turned the network
2: I've, I've over watched, to watched him. But he hasn't now. declared yet.
0: It doesn't matter. It have, doesn't matter. You no, know, I think it's a contribution. It's a, it's a contribution in kind. They're a political network for DeSantis. It's obscene. And by the way, Ron DeSantis is a good man, but we don't have time for on-the-job training. We just came off of four years of peace and prosperity. Who in the world can back down the Ayatollahs in Iran, the Chinese Communist Party gangsters in Beijing, the KGB monsters in Moscow? Let's go in Erdogan, the Pakistanis, uh, little mini-me in North Korea, you know, (laughs) House (laughs) Assad, and let's go in Qatar at the same time. You know, Donald Trump's not just respected. He's feared. Those guys fear him. He's damn right he is. That's
1: what we do right now.
0: You know, Steve, I'm going to
1: ask you a question that very few people really are in a position to answer. But you were there, and I was there, and even with how much we uh, admired Trump and what a great campaign he ran, until he became president, we really didn't know how good he was going to be. Wasn't he actually a better president than we thought?
0: I think, actually, I always thought if you got him in, if he actually got to the, when he got to the president, remember, I stepped in at August, I told him 100 I remember, I remember exactly what you said. in, when, when, when Roger, when Jock, with Roger. Here, 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 here's what shocked me, how good he was about how hard it is to actually staff a government.
2: It's quite yeah. obvious,
0: and that's what we've got to get over this time. We've got to have Rudy in there. We can't, we can't come in. With people that smile and tell you what they're going to do, and then backstabbing the, the the administrative state, the deep state's too deep. And so here's the thing with Trump: think about it. He's got to win a brutal primary because they're going to come after him. Then it's going to be a more brutal general, and then he'll win that. And then you get to the White House, Rudy. They know we're coming for him. So this time, it's not a glass time to surprise. Now we'll have better people, and we'll damn right people. we will. Yep, better but people can understand this is a war both internally against the administrative state, and it's a war. Now the Third World War against a axis of powers and civilizations, the Persian civilization, Russia, the ancient Chinese civilization. Thank God the people don't support this. The people in Iran hate it. The people in China hate it. The people in Russia hate it. But I'm telling you, we, we've got we're, we're, the Ottoman Empire. I mean, this is, this is big league, as Trump would say. So, you know, I, really what shocked me was how tough it is to actually staff Maga America first, and Good. I think that's what's happened in the last well, couple of I years. Think ago. I think I agree with that. Steve, I, I
2: have a question Rudy
0: for you. Will be part of that. Uh,
2: I have two questions for you, actually. One is it election interference when you don't run a, a candidate that is you don't even have that, like don't like. You know, when you won't have Donald Trump on, but you'll have other candidates who announced, is that election well, I think, interference? I think
0: we've got to file immediately. I, I think it's all the, to take into the uh, uh, federal elections commissions. I, it, listen, how can a guy announce? And this is not some Schmendrick that this, <laughs> this is a guy that gave you four years of peace and prosperity. Look, for 2016 <laughs> to 2020, the world's on fire. He backed off the Ayatollahs. I'm not making a nuclear war. but look at Israel. We got two allies in the world: Israel and two real allies: Israel and uh, and uh, and UAE. And let's throw in England in there. But in in Israel, look at Israel with the with the, with the Iranians right now. Trump backed those guys off. He backed off Putin. He, where do you know this. Do you think Putin would be in Ukraine right now? Hundred percent not.
2: <laughs> I hear that hey, from everybody.
1: <laughs> everybody knows that. The Democrats know that.
2: That my second. Question I or it's thought? A great question,
0: but I think that, I think we got to get lawyers to get in. And by the way, Murdoch should understand something. If they think I'm going to, we're going to bring. Let me. I wanted this quote to go there. We're going to bring the Murdochs to heel. The Murdoch's have deemed that Donald Trump's not going to return as president. Well, guess what? We're going to take that network apart brick by brick, and we're going to bring the Murdoch's to heel, and I hope to run them out of the country and back to England or Australia, wherever <laughs>
2: the hell they come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell oh. me how you feel. All right, my other thing is when I was 14, I was such a book reader, and when I was 14, I read this particular book. It was a fictional book, but it was really talking about these elite people who really were doing the direction of multiple countries, even glo- you know, being the globalist. Now I hear this term all the time, globalist. Do you believe there's a committee of people really doing the direction of our country? No, that's
0: not, not no, but there is economic and social forces. You have this neoliberal. It's it, it, it's a, it's a system. And yes, you have things like Davos and you have the Trilateral Commission. But look, I've been in those boardrooms at Goldman Sachs, and Rudy has too. There's not a hundred people. There's not a hundred Illuminati right that are are making decisions now that doesn't mean that they don't work in certain groups and certain forces don't work in concert with each other because it's to their benefit right now you have these hedge fund oligarchs we have a system here in the united states that the revolutionary generation would spit on the floor about we've allowed one percent of the population control more than 90 percent of the assets this -hmm. is not what we fought a revolution to get away from this we fought a revolution to get away from a Worthless landed aristocracy and the monopolies they had given, like the the British East India Company. That's why mm. Hancock and Sam Adams and John Adams and these the revolutionary generation fought God, against that. Them. So we God. would have guaranteed, would not have what we've allowed to happen. That's what Trump's up against. That's what MAGA is up against. That's what the American people are up against. And that is global in nature. They don't want borders. They don't want sovereignty for any nation because you got the best shot at controlling things. In a nation state, you know, the Westphalian system that we've had for what, 300 years. That's what Correct. we're fighting for, whether it's in Brazil or India or whatever. And that's the uh, and that's what we, uh, you know. By the way, one last thing I want to say about Murdoch. Rudy, I know, on the depositions in Dominion, he's supposed to be such a genius. If you read his deposition, he makes Joe Biden look like the debate captain at the Oxford <laughs> Union. I mean, this old guy's like buffalo. He do not know where he is. He's wandering around. He's saying, he, his testimony's so bad. I'm sure his lawyer is sitting there going, we can't put this old codger in a witness stand. The lawyers will chop him up. I I doubt strongly if they ever go to trial on this day because Murdoch's so hapless.
2: Oh, dear. Well, it's been great having you on. Great speech. Keep fighting for the people we're trying i'm just a little peon. Oh, you don't have
1: to tell steve that boy he's been doing know. it and i i tell you i was part of that campaign Bernie,
0: Bernie crazy I, i'm a he's like a garibaldi revolution i'm just a crazy <laughs> mick okay <I'm> <laughs> well, i don't know what you, know you know, are
1: steve we not, fighting, but you, you, we're not
0: happy.
2: irish and italians go well together <laughs>
1: yeah, that i i i know the 16 campaign from the inside and without you it wouldn't have happened. so and don't say anything don't say anything without you it wouldn't have happened. simple
2: well, with that, I got tell you, brother. Okay, wrote, and that's you why we need you. you. That's he why we need you,
0: my friend. In this next administration, hey, all these people coming after you, got to understand. Rudy Giuliani's the secretary of state, and he's going to be—he's going to be revered uh, in American history. He's one of the greatest Americans this country's ever had, Mayor. I'm so honored well, just to be here. Thank in you,
1: thank you for backing government. down the, the 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 Murdochs. Thank you. Very nice. Uh, it took thank a lot of, took a lot of guts to do that, and uh, boy, you, you got him. So thank you very much, Steve. We'll be talking to you very, very soon. I mean, there's, I mean, there's, a, wow. there, there's an American, huh? Wow. Come on. and you can no, tell no, he, no he's
2: very um, learned about history, right? Him? The guy's a genius. Like he knows what he's talking about, and they he has to him... that ability to, to see things that are happening that most of us go along with our daily lives, and we, we question things, but he actually can put it in sentences that make sense. Yeah, yeah.
1: Also, there's, there's nobody... And i said this from the day that the president uh, started thinking about hiring him. There's nobody that understands the electorate, the Donald Trump electorate, better than him, meaning uh, New Palestine. He understands it. He understands it. He understands why they're there. He understands why they're going crazy at those rallies. And he understands what's, uh, what's been done to them. That makes them so passionate the way they've been ignored the way they've been made made fools of the way the globalists and everyone else treats them like they're morons and idiots including you and me by the way and also are willing to destroy us they don't they don't want to just beat us they want to destroy us maybe we'll take one call we'll go to carol
2: all right good morning carol carol Hi, good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Dr. Ryan. Thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, I wanted to pose a question that uh, I feel is such a simple solution. Why isn't the United States destroying the plants that are manufacturing fentanyl? Because it would be an act of war, probably i don't know what do you think about that
1: well that's it i mean that's it. it would be hard in china to do that you know you know what we could really consider uh, everybody's gonna go nuts when i say this now <laughs> we we could consider declaring war against uh the mexican cartels and taking them out if uh if lopez obrador doesn't do his job i mean that guy i know that guy i work for him i i d- reduced uh, crime in uh, mexico for two years and i did such a good job i got fired
2: <laughs> Uh, it's I. Just a car- no, no, Cars I'm serious. I'll like tell you it. the whole
1: story sometime. Uh, he really wanted to reduce crime. The guy's a committed communist. He's a red. Uh, there are aspects of him that are pretty good. You know, Trump talked him into holding the people back in Mexico. I mean, you can work with this guy, but you've got to intimidate him. I mean, you've got to hit him. You've got to bang him. you got to work on him. You can't go, you know, Biden. And uh, basically, he should be told you take out those damn cartels. And you don't want to take them out. Uh, 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 am, am, well, I think we call them Amo, Ami, am, am, whatever you want to call them. You don't want to take them out, we'll take them out. They are killing more Americans than we lost in wars.
2: In their culture, in the cartels, this devil worship, Satanist, where they. Rape women, chop off heads. It's very, so disgusting. Maybe we could
1: have Netanyahu come over and direct it for us for a couple of of months and get it over with, you know?
2: Yeah, maybe we should. That was a very good question, I don't see any
1: reason why we don't tell Lopez Obrador, we're taking him out, we give you six months, or we're taking him out. I guarantee you, I know him, he'll take them out. Why do you think he caved in to Trump when Trump said, you keep him on your side, he did until, until P-Brain came in and changed it.
2: You know, I had a simple solution, though. I don't know if you remember me saying this, but let us we have the power to do this. Let's put a moratorium on that border right now. Nobody comes in. Zero people come in. Well, we're going to take a short break. <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back.